Hello and welcome to episode 158 of the Rollo and Slappy Show. Actually, 159 of the Rollo and Slappy Show. I didn't have my uh, notebook up to date. Today is August 26th, 2019. I'm Rollo McFlugel and with me is Slappy Jones 2. Now in our fourth year. Yes. Yes. We are both from McFlugel.com. Show notes page for this episode is mcflugel.com slash 159, where you'll be able to find uh, links to some of the stuff we talk about, and as well as checking out libertymugs.com, where we uh, we now have stickers, and we'll be uh, posting new items soon in addition to that, and all the mugs and t-shirts that we otherwise have. Um, so before we get started, I just want to kind of say something about... Apparently, I had no idea. I don't know how to cook hamburgers because uh, Bert Arcus made his triumphant. He took a week off from Twitter. Um, most people probably, well, probably noticed because they just for some reason thought that Twitter was a, a better experience over last week. But uh, he came back and, and saw the video of Beto O'Rourke uh making hamburgers in his house and it was just like super cringy and obviously a lizard person trying to act like human beings a human being and so he was commenting on how awful he did it of of doing making the hamburger so it kind of put me in the mood to to have some hamburgers tonight so i did that and i posted a picture of it and sent it to bird on twitter saying like hey am i doing it right and i was trolling him because i put a uh, clear plastic spoon in the picture with it as it to be like, ah, ha, ha, you know, cause Beto O'Rourke was using a uh, metal spatula on a, on a nonstick pan, which what is a clown. Just, yeah. And so I was trying to, you know, playing off that, but no one, everyone was like, Oh, what are you doing? I know oh, you're trolling them. You're doing it so wrong. But no one talked about <laughs> the plastic spoon. <laughs> so, <laughs> So apparently I have I'm like an absolute idiot when it comes to making hamburgers, and I don't even know exactly why. Uh, there you go. But either that or I'm just like really good at trolling. But uh, yeah, it, oh, oh. It, it it worked. It worked better than I planned it on it, but uh, for not the reasons I was trying to do it. There you go. So there's that. I should just stick to tractors and Bitcoin things I know a little better. So, given that, let's talk about yeah. something well, I don't know about, and so I want to introduce sure. episode. Sure, we'll do talk about one, one thing you don't know about, too, and I want to put this out in the beginning, is our guest from episode 155, James Nixon, is trying to get this business up and running. He did um, sell a few shirts this weekend. He, he went to some kind of uh, event and sold a, sold a good amount of shirts. Um, <laughs> but he's looking to scale this and get big, and he was hoping maybe any of our listeners might want to help him out, and and we have a GoFundMe for him. We're also going to have him. This is where where maybe Rallo doesn't know much about. But we're going to have him on again in the next couple of weeks to talk about what he's doing and with with these shirts and the community he wants to build. And uh, so stay tuned for that. I think it'll be a good one. But for today's episode, we're going to talk about why Rallo wants to boycott all the boycotts. Um, yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of them lately. Olive Garden, uh, Jimmy John's, the what was the gym, the Equinox gym or something like that, a high-end gym where the guy apparently hosted 
a Trump fundraiser. I guess Olive Garden, is that also a Trump thing? Or that wasn't even real. That was um, a made-up tweet or something. And then everyone went nuts over it because if you support Trump, you shouldn't uh, shop there or, or eat there. And then we had Jimmy John's. And I know Rallo, um, I, I don't know if he was the one telling everyone to boycott Jimmy John's or telling people not to boycott Jimmy John's. But Rallo, what do you think about Jimmy John's in that situation and why are people boycotting him? Yeah, so um, Jim Lyotard, I guess that's how you pronounce his name, is the CEO of Jimmy John's. And that was over this weekend, there were a picture uh, surfaced of him standing uh, or sitting next to or on an elephant giving two thumbs up of one he just shot when he was on a, like a, a trip in Africa on a hunting trip. And so people were, you know, flipping out over that and saying like, oh, this trophy hunting so evil and we should, uh, it's so terrible. So we should boycott Jimmy John's over. And apparently they found other, dug up other pictures of him with another elephant. I think there was one of like maybe a jaguar, some other animals out there. And so, you know, people, most people are okay or just kind of like whatever about hunting. But for whatever reason, when you put the adjective trophy in front of hunting, it makes people lose their minds. And so people the world over decided that it was time to take a stand and boycott Jimmy John's. Um, so did, do you have any initial responses, reactions to this? No, I'm interested to hear what you say because I know you hate the environment. Uh, yes, that I do. You established a couple um, episodes ago. You don't like recycling and apparently you don't like animals either. That's right. Uh, so first of all, apparently these pictures are like not new. They're pretty old yeah, and they've okay. surfaced before. And also, I've also heard that he has since said like, yeah, I don't do that stuff anymore. I don't like, you know, I, I put that put that in my past doing the trophy hunting stuff. So it's just one of those things. What, what bugs me is that people take see a picture or like anything else on social media, see a headline, see a quick video clip. And they all decide, usually based on just absolute utter emotion, they decide they know exactly what was going on in someone's head, exactly what the situation was before it and decide that this person is evil, should be put on blast and should basically be starved to death because you shouldn't, uh, financially, uh, interact with him in any way. And you should completely dissociate with yourself, yourself from him. Uh, without trying to, uh, you know, look at, look at maybe some details and, and maybe consider maybe, maybe I, I don't want to just react and try to ruin this person's life. It was the, the same thing with the, uh, Covington Catholic high school. And we talked about that because I know my initial reaction was wrong about that. I saw the video and I saw this kid. I was like, well, you know, he's, you know, he's got this smug smile on his face. Maybe someone should smack him around before. I wasn't saying someone should hit him, but it's like, you know, he, he looked like he looked like he was acting like a punk. And then you find out the, the actual story of what happened. And this kid was actually like a hero. Yeah, um, it's very restrained given the situation. Yeah. And it was and it was the other way around. We saw we didn't see what happened before uh, the video clip that was shown was played. So it, it paints a much different picture. Uh, this isn't quite the same because we know that this guy obviously went hunting and uh shot an elephant and killed it 
but I still think that people are overreacting, even outside, even if this was a, if this were a fresh picture and he still is a, is a trophy hunter. So yeah, I hate, obviously I hate all animals and everything and think we should shoot every single one of them. Uh, <laughs> well, but, but like, I know nothing about hunting. I've never been hunting. Um, I, so I, I don't know, but what I did see was someone replied to one of those boycotting tweets with like, learn something about conservation in Africa or, uh, you know, yes. And I don't know. So I can't comment on that. I just saw his tweet, but it made me want to learn something about conservation in Africa and maybe why they do that. Maybe there's a reason why they have these hunts. Well, yeah, the idea that this guy just like goes in and just like, or anyone goes uh, into Africa and just like starts shooting up their animals and the people, all the people are like, you evil guys, don't do that to our, our beloved elephants. I think it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, if you're going to go into another continent, uh, and do a hunt, spend a lot of money to go hunt a, a large, uh, animal like that, you need like local tour guides, obviously. And so, you know, you would think that the local tour guides are not people that the rest of the community hate. (laughs) Um, and so there's this this decision by people on social media when they see stuff like this that they can speak for all the people over there that are apparently deciding that uh, that it's okay to go out and do these trophy hunts uh, for 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 their economic or for for just whatever uh, man, yeah yeah so there's a couple reasons why I don't think that this type of hunting is a bad thing. Let me take a step back so I'm not stumbling over my my words talking about this. But um, first thing is, is that, you know, they say, oh, elephants are such peaceful animals. Yeah, maybe most of the time. But elephants have the tendency, especially like younger bull elephants, the males, that when like they don't have a, a strong like alpha male in their lives, they just like go insane, basically, and just go on rampages and flatten villages. Uh, and so when that happens, or maybe when there's a, a kind of not a great uh, proportion of males to females and stuff, and there's and there's maybe some struggles for for dominance. And I'm not an elephant expert, so if I'm getting any of this wrong, all you correct. elephant experts. Yeah, we know we have a lot of elephant <laughs> experts out there listening. But like they they well, regardless of of the reasons. You know, elephants tend to go on rampages and you can go on YouTube and look this up and they just go into to villages and not even villages, sometimes like towns and just like flatten huts and houses and cars and kill people, too. Um, so there's there's kind of a need to to keep these these animals in check somewhat. Um, From his boss. Yeah, exactly. The other thing is, is that. I don't know what people think. Like people always, I, I was talking to people this weekend on Twitter and debating about it. And they're like, I don't have a problem with hunting. It's a trophy hunting. I have a problem with. And it's like, all right, when these people, when this guy shoots an elephant, do you think he just like takes the husks or the head or the high or whatever he's taken as his trophy and just leading, leaving the rest of the elephant to rot? I, I, I doubt you, it. I'm sure right. that, there's I'm a actually lot. sure that's probably like now, now as you're talking through it, I'll bet you that's one of the things like you pay a lot of money. Like we need we need food in our in this town or whatever, and you can pay people to go on and hunt it and then they chop it up and 
distribute yeah. it or do whatever they do with it. And you probably get a little bit yourself since you made the kill and you paid all the money to be there. But if they're going to eat eat the elephant one way or another, might as well charge someone a lot of money to go shoot it. <laughs> yeah, they, they figured out a way it's to have good a, for the economy, right? To have a market for it. And right. so, you know, these people are, are able to eat from it. And, and, you know, is that so evil that people are eating the elephant? I mean, what's the difference between hunting that way and, and if you, you know, say someone comes to the U.S. and in the in the woods of Pennsylvania and is like, wow, these, these deer are so crazy and – I'll I'll pay you a, a huge amount of money to to take me hunting and, and hey you can keep you can have all the deer meat I just want the the antlers with that like it's the same difference just a different kind of animal right um and on top of that I mean this might be a little bit more controversial but a lot of people I, I kind of mentioned it before a lot of people uh they don't mind hunt they say like well if as long as you're eating the food eating the animal or making use of the animal some way it's uh it's morally okay to go hunting but if you're just doing it to collect a trophy uh then then it's evil now if you're just like killing willy-nilly uh and don't care and and just killing just to kill i think that's weird and i think that's probably a sign of being a psychopath but if you're doing it because you enjoy hunting and enjoy the, uh, the right, the hunt and, tracking, and what, the right, the tracking and, and the different things that different animals, uh, kind of bring, like, I don't understand why consuming the animal makes it okay. Whereas, cause I, I don't think you can like separate, like you're killing it regardless. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't like it's, we, there's a reason why we don't kill other people. It's not because like, oh, well, if we ate, if we ate the person that we killed, that would make it okay. That's obviously not how we judge killing people. We, we don't kill people because people are sovereign and they own their own bodies. And by doing that, you're, by killing someone, you're essentially claiming ownership over their bodies. So if you're killing an animal to eat it, you're kind of claiming ownership over it. So, like, other than just, like, not being wasteful, and I know two episodes ago I was saying, that, like, being wasteful is kind of, or at least with resources, it doesn't matter. It should be an economic thing. Uh, like, I don't understand, <laughs> but I don't understand, like, but but that's still, like, I even in that episode, I was like, all right, if you're just, like, you know, buying food and throwing it away and not eating it, I think you're kind of, just because you're like, uh, this is fun for me i think you're weird and probably a jerk yeah right and and i think the same applies here but it doesn't make you like a criminal in any sort of of way or like a a social pariah uh if the point of you doing the hunting is not for just like weird bloodlust again i don't i don't think these guys go i don't think they would spend all the if it was just straight bloodlust these guys were hunting. I don't think they would spend all the money in the world to go to the other side of the world uh, to hunt these things, especially when they pose, you know, a threat. I mean, I know guys that I've seen, you see stories of guys going hunting for lion or rhinoceros or elephants that it doesn't go well and they end up getting like maimed or killed sometimes. Uh, It can be dangerous. So it's it doesn't quite make sense that these guys are just like 
eat. Do you kind of get what I'm saying? See the point? I'm yeah, absolutely. Trying to, I'm trying to verbalize it. It's kind I of. I just weird. don't know. I just think it's weird. I mean, my thing with this is like it's so strange, and really is a um, testament to how wealthy we are that people are so concerned with the well-being of animals. Um, you know, I know that makes me sound weird. Like I was just accusing you. Like I, I have a pet that I take care of. Um, but that there's so many charities and, and people willing to boycott over a hunt. Meanwhile, they all probably support uh, either Donald Trump or Barack Obama, who murder thousands of human beings. And no yeah. one seems to say anything about it. Like, you know, and, and the reason that they're boycotting like, with Olive Garden, is Olive Garden a Trump thing? Yes. Yeah, Olive Garden, and then that gym, that high-end gym guy, um, is because they were supporting Donald Trump. But it's not like they're saying, no, this we can't support them because they contribute to a political candidate who, you know, is evil and bombing people and stealing your money and a crony and whatever. It's because – I mean, maybe you know better because you, you, you were the one who wanted to bring this up. I don't really know why they're boycotting it, but I imagine it's because Trump says mean things. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> where nobody was boycotting anyone or very few people were boycotting um, companies that supported Barack Obama while he dropped 26,000 bombs in his last year in presidency. No one talked about it. Nobody talked about Yemen. Nobody still talks about Yemen. Um but we get all riled up over an elephant. And it's like, well, the other thing I just too don't, is, I just don't believe you. I don't think you're really serious. I don't think that you really care. <laughs> and if you do, you're just so warped and brainwashed. It's so weird. The other thing too is that, like, all right, you want to you want to run this guy out of business. So is the death of one elephant worth the unemployment of all the Jimmy John's employees out there? Right. I apparently they think so. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's consequences to these actions, and yeah, I mean, they they'll get pulled into into other areas of the economy, but probably at, at less at, at a lower pay than uh, than they would be otherwise. Otherwise, they wouldn't be working at Jimmy John's. Um, and then the other thing too is, I wonder how many people that are now boycotting Jimmy John's ever ate there regularly anyway. To begin with, right? Um, I used to eat at Jimmy John's in college. I only ate it like once or twice, and it's just kind of like, eh. Yes, yeah, I mean it's it's a um, yeah, it's a sandwich. It's a you know, it's not like getting a a hoagie at the a local deli where they right packed onto ham and salami and all the other good stuff on it. Good again. The good again. The super mm-hmm. sa. Uh, what's else? What else do you put on there? Mortadelle. Sharp, sharp provolone. We just. Sharp knock off the and, end of words and pretend we're Italian. Yeah. <laughs> and all thinly sliced. Yes. Pile high. Metagon garbage, uh, thick well, sliced. And that's what I, now I don't want to, I haven't eaten at Jimmy John's in over a decade, but I think that's kind of, it's probably like Subway where they just have the pre-sliced meat and slap it on there and you get it and it's whatever. It's fine. It's a sandwich. Well, yeah. And that's why it's frustrating. Cause it's like, I think Olive Garden is not good. <laughs> Well, it's a chain restaurant. Yeah, it's it a, is. It is what it is. But it's like, man, I wish now you're making me feel like I gotta go. All the because it and and it's very reactionary and it's it's stupid. 
and I don't actually change my behavior because people flip out, but it's almost like, I just kind of want to almost, you have the tendency to want like, I should go eat at Olive Garden. I'll just like stick it to these people. Like I was on Twitter. I was threatening to people that I was going to go, uh, the more they complained about the Jimmy John's thing that I was going to book a trip to Africa to go on a trophy hunt. There you go. <laughs> so, um, so I don't know. Is there anything more on on the on the Jimmy John's thing? Like, the, just it's 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 weird. I, it's it's nice to you know want to treat animals nicely. Like I treat, yeah. I treat my cat well. Right. Like I like you were saying. I, I think really it would pissed. be really weird if a person just like went out of their way to harm animals. Like that's something is seriously wrong with that person. Right. But there's a lot more to to hunting than just like pulling a trigger and you know killing. Also, just the idea that it's easy, right? <laughs> like in that sense, like once you're there with the with the animal in your in your in your sight, that it's just really easy to to execute the kill. Um, but like maybe give these people a little bit benefit of the doubt or, or just like all right well maybe this guy doesn't understand i don't think that if matters in, in what sense to them oh oh yeah yeah no it doesn't. like to me yeah like yeah before i go crazy and lose my mind i mean well, it's well, it's funny because like you know i should be losing my mind over a guy that shoots an animal um but meanwhile you know no one's going to criticize me for hanging out with all my normie friends Right. Actually, there are some libertarians, but like, you know, like why why are people flipping out this much over that? Where people in your own lives are supporting massively worse stuff. There's not even a question. If you support any of these elected officials, you're supporting worse stuff than killing an elephant. Right. So, it, I just don't understand the outrage from a lot of because I I saw it among libertarians too. They were flipping out and a lot of them at the same time, you know. And I'm not saying that everyone. I would say most libertarians I saw were just like, oh, this is such a non-story. Who cares? And you know? I get, I even get like, you know, if you're, I don't know, if you don't like hunting, you don't like killing things. Like I, I get you, but it's just the level of outrage that kind of annoys me when uh, when compared to other things. Right. Does that make sense? Like, yes, I, I yes. get it. If you just feel uneasy about killing an animal, um, I mean, I've never killed an animal other than like stepping on a bug or something. Um, you know, so I'm not a well, hunter. Okay, I don't know what that's like. I can understand people like kind of being like, that's a little weird. But but when when there's far wor- like not even unquestionably worse things that people support every day and we're just okay with it and there's no outrage at all it just seems a little out of perspective that's the thing too i don't know where the line on what animals you're allowed to kill and not to kill for what reasons are too like um there are like if you have mice in your house you're gonna kill them i kill them and you're my not, cat, or going, my cat does, right? <laughs> but people are going to put mouse traps in their house, and so they're not going to do it. They're going to throw the carcass away when they're done with it. They're not going to eat it. And it's like, yeah, because it's a pest. It's still an animal. I mean, and they still have a lot of the same. Uh, they're mammals, right? They, they the reason one of the reasons why they use mice and rats for behavioral studies is because they can. There's some similarities, right? And, yeah. It's not like they're, and and obviously it's cheaper, but they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't use uh, 
obviously there's a huge expense with using uh, elephants as opposed to mice sure. for these clinical studies. But if mice were not at all comparable, then they wouldn't be able to use them at all. Right. Uh, so another thing is like I go, fi- I don't hunt, but I do go fishing a lot. And part of fishing, like when you lo- use live bait, like that is basically <laughs> that bait is not coming back alive. Oh, and, and a lot of times if, if you're using, yeah, well, <laughs> unfortunately, a lot, a lot of my trips, they come back a lot. But, uh, but like if you're using, if you're baiting a minnow on a hook, you know, a lot of times you're like putting the hook right through the thing's head and then right. sending it out and getting it so it gets ripped apart by, by a fish that's coming by. Um, I don't have to use live bait. I could use artificial bait and artificial lures that people use. Does it, does it make me evil for, for killing minnows and other stuff don't I mean, ask what's the, questions you don't want the answers to yeah i'm gonna find out next episode I'm gonna be like i thought about it and i'm not <laughs> go fishing anymore but i just don't understand where the line the line is drawn because it seems pretty arbitrary right as opposed to drawing a line between humans and non-humans uh, and you know the reason why that you're uh you're not allowed to harm my cat is because he's my private property now, I might think that you're a jerk for going, I think it's weird to go out and just hurt animals for no, just for the sake of hurting them. Um, and you probably, that probably, it, that's the other thing. Because it, it's, I'm going to, I keep going down this path of being like, well, if you're just hurting animals, it's weird and you're probably going to be rejected by society. But that's very, very likely you know, probably 99.999% of the times, if you're just hurting animals for the sake of hurting them, that's probably indicative of major other Serious, uh, like sociopathic issues. problems that are going to make you not a sociable person anyway. Right. Because um, it was funny. I had, you know, talking to someone and, and you know, he's a libertarian and saying like, well, you know, it's, it's a private property issue. And it's like, yeah, well, in my enclave, then I won't have... People in my who live in my private enclave won't we won't eat Jimmy John's. And it's like, okay, well <laughs> good luck enforcing that. Right. Are you really gonna pay a premium to like have people who eat at Jimmy John's or other restaurants you don't like violently removed from where you live? I mean, I think people generally do have pretty good uh sense of morality for this kind of stuff. Like if if you found out that uh um I don't know that mcdonald's executed uh seven virgins every friday night i think the vast majority of people would be like all right it's time to stop eating mcdonald's and a lot of the employees upon finding that out would be like all right time to find another job but this other arbitrary stuff and just like silly things that people just like to flip out over like give me a break. I, I wonder it's just like a virtue signal type deal right so I think we beat that one to death or shot that yeah. to death. Yeah, we did. Um, there was another one I want to talk about that was a little bit different. Okay. And I well, I was going to ask a question too, and you didn't talk about anything other than that before. But um, real quick, we talk about in a libertarian society, you would have boycott. You know, you could do boycott. So what's your problem? No, well, it's – I think – Yes, and just like I think businesses can decide to not let people wear blue shirts to work. 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I think it's a good idea that I have to personally yeah. support it. Yeah, that's what I, I was just going to say. It's just the, you know, the level of outrage and for the reason, to me, it's like I don't get it. The other thing, too, is it's like I see this uh, – these journal I, I forget what newspaper put it out, but some news outlet put this thing where it's like now you can figure out what your what CEOs uh, made political donations. Uh-oh. Like made political donations, made it easy to find, figure that out, so you could like boy, make it easier to boycott them. If you base your decisions on politicians, you're a loser. I would never be able to shop anywhere if you are a loser. Yes, well that too. But like, if I based my uh, shopping habits on what the employees and (laughs) management of businesses did, I would never be able to shop anywhere. Anywhere at all. I'd have um, to be one of those mouth-breathing libertarians that say, I'm going to just sustain myself by farming my entire life. Ooh. Oh, hey. <laughs> but it's true. You would have to isolate yourself from society. So, and that's why, like, I think normally, like, the whataboutism is not justified, but I think in this case it probably is, because if you're going to make a big stink about cherry-picking some company over something that you don't like, then... There's probably tons of things, other companies that you really like, brands that you like, where the people that are running them do a lot of bad stuff that you wouldn't approve of. So someone could turn around and say, well, what about that? And guess what? If you want to be consistent, you got to boycott them, too. I don't see how you get around that. Instead of just being like, all right, the world's an imperfect place. We're getting there, but a lot of people think a lot of messed up things and... You know, maybe my preferences aren't in line with perfectly with with all these businesses. So I don't know. Maybe I just got to bite the bullet on some of this stuff and and do it and and you know hope hope in my small corner of the world I can uh, make the world a little bit better of a place by by uh, um, you know acting acting in good ways. It just it it just reaches a level of absurdity that if you if you want to go down that rabbit hole, you're never going to be able to get out in a good spot. Right. Especially so a guy you, like with the Jimmy and John's thing. How long ago was it that he went hunting? I don't know. I mean, he's not doing it anymore. Are you supposed yeah. to be like your he, sense of your past? It was, you know, in quotes. Well, but like like we said before, I when 9-11 happened, I was a senior in high school and I was fired up and wanted to go to war. Like, should I not be allowed to be a libertarian? Oh, yeah. There's going to be stuff that I've said that thought in the past that I completely disagree with now. Or, or yeah, just, and I say I was wrong. I mean, what do I want to what do you want to do? Like, I'm not happy I was in favor of war. I didn't go, you know. Right. I well, mean, that, I supported it. It's, you could argue it's just as bad. And that's I've, the other changed, I've changed my stance. I've learned. I don't know. That's the other outrage mob thing that happens a lot is when, you know, there's some some person gets becomes a celebrity for something. Yeah, go uh, back through his tweets from yeah. when he was 16 years old. Yeah. Was it Kyler Murray they did that to? Yeah, probably. Um, it was. Yeah, I know there was someone recently and they went back to like his sophomore year of high school. Yeah. It said something right. that was just like a, something that a kid would say that I've probably said eight billion times worse stuff. This and week- it's. Yeah, <laughs> right before we started recording, <laughs> I just called libertarians mouth breathers. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean. uh, but but like, did you see the thing? There's something else too that came out that like 
all these uh all like the journalists that are like digging stuff up about like Trump and people around him. Apparently Trump's White House is now digging up stuff about these reporters. Oh, that's awesome. And they're like, it's like, whoa, whoa, you don't think that's a two way street? And, mm. and there's and you hear and stuff like, oh, it's attacking the free press. And that's not just like, no, no, it's not. Uh, if Trump were putting were threatening violence against these people, shutting them down, putting them in jail. Right. That would be an attack on the First Amendment. But Trump exercising his First Amendment rights that you clearly believe that you have the, those same rights to do. You know, he doesn't have to check his uh, his rights at the door when he becomes president. According to this paradigm that, uh, right, that all right, these right. people claim to live in. So, sure. you know, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. But there's another thing that I saw, I think this morning, that was a little bit different, but kind of a similar kind of thing. Because it's it's one of those things where someone takes a video of someone acting up. And it turns in this whole a whole another outrage mob thing where it's not like a someone who's like a CEO or a celebrity, just a random person that is acting like a jerk. And uh, a lot of times the person is legitimately being an awful person. But it's like, is it really worth trying to ruin these people's lives over it? Where it's like you don't know what you know what their day was like before that. Maybe they just had a bad day. If if I had a camera put on me at the wrong place at the wrong time i uh, you know there, a lot of people might think that i'm just the worst person in the world but there was one i saw specifically um it was in a parking lot where it was a uh, an asian woman yeah, I assume I she was this. yes okay so you know about this yeah and um uh it it looked like the bu- the front bumpers they were uh, the in cars the were facing lot, yeah. yeah the cars were facing each other in the parking lot one was over the line yes. i don't know it was that some white woman was over the line touching the the bumper of this asian woman who was recording this video and the white woman was being real nasty towards her and was kind of mockingly mimicking her accent and calling her like a chink and telling her to go back where she came from. We don't want you here. Get out of our country. Just being real, real nasty. And I saw that my initial reaction, like everyone else would be like, wow, what an awful, awful woman. But again, I, well, first of all, I'm not going to defend her, you know, calling her those names and, and mocking her accent and everything. That's, that's, that's not defensible. It's not nice. Right. But, there's a lot of stuff that we're making assumptions about by watching that small clip of the video that might make the situa- our reaction to the situation a little bit different. We're assuming that we know that the woman who drove over the, the, the woman that was over the line was the one that drove into the car. We don't know that she might have been there and the woman just wasn't paying. The other woman just drove into her spot, not paying attention to where the other car was and bumped into it. Like, we don't know that. Right. Um, which could very well have been the case. Um, we don't know what the woman, the, the, the Asian woman had said or done prior to her hitting record. I mean, we see the memes all the time where it's like, or just what the, the media does. I mean, didn't CNN, was it CNN? Or one of the, the, the media outlets during one of the, the hurricanes with the flooding. They had a guy standing <laughs> on the That's beach. right. Yeah, and As then a, the guy walked out past in the background the one time. Yeah. Did you see that one? Yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of stuff like that. The media does that all the time because they have the power. They have when they have the camera, 
they can they can create create the scene that they want. Well, the same goes for any private individual who has a camera and can hit record when they want. Um, so, and I don't know, and, and I'm just saying, I'm not saying this because I'm saying that the other woman was being nasty too, and it's one well, of we don't things. know. It could have been. But we don't nothing. know. We are. We yeah. We just don't know. So I think it's reasonable to say that. There's a there's a good enough chance that the other that it's one of those takes two to tango kind of things and it's one like which is like, usually right, well, the case right people usually generally, people don't even like you know I was a bouncer in a bar if one guy was starting something and the other didn't return now it's per you know you could argue it's justified if someone starts and you want to return fire but if another guy backed down or walked away it usually ended. Um, right. It usually takes two, like you just said, takes two to tank. Usually something starts it, and then it continues, and we don't know what happened. Or maybe the woman just had a really bad day, was in a really bad mood. She bumped in the car, didn't want to have to deal with it, didn't want to have to deal with the, the camera in her face, and just lashed out. Oh, again, and, again, and it, not defending yeah. doing that, but right. you know, sometimes— you got to control yourself. But, but sometimes we get caught in, in bad spots and we want like now the world is going to – not the world, but whoever sees this video is judging this woman based only on that. On that video. And, and we don't know what happened. And that being said, like I think people should learn and practice controlling themselves and keeping their emotions in check in times like that. But hey, we all, we've all lost our temper before. Um, and that being said, she could be an awful person. Like we, I don't know. But that's the point is I don't know. Yeah. I So the point of all this is I don't think it's worth not knowing all this backstory stuff. And even even I don't think it's worth even if she was a nasty person, I don't think you necessarily want to, like, make her life even worse. She could be like by, like, harassing her. There's yeah, there's a there's a ton of stuff that could be. So not having all that information and and not being able to know for sure, I don't think it's worth the risk. Because even if you say that she – if she is actually an awful person like that, even if you say that she deserves to have her life kind of thrown yeah, around yeah, and, yeah. And, and get whatever's coming to her by the, the social media mob, I don't think it's worth the risk that there's a chance that mm, there's something we don't know that wouldn't necessarily justify but make us say, all right, well, maybe I just kind of – walk away from this without commenting on it instead of instead of uh you know making this woman feel like she's less than dirt right it's just it's the same principle as when it comes to courts saying that you know it's better that a thousand guilty men go free than one innocent man be you know convicted whatever i don't know what the numbers are for the same but it's it's the same principle it's um you got to be careful i mean we have these tools, the, the the cameras that we can record things and post them immediately online are amazing. I mean, we see this stuff happening in, in Hong Kong and and we're able to see in real time oftentimes what, what's going on with these protests and, and what's happening with these people. It's it's an amazing tool. Uh, we can record the police and protect ourselves that way with these with these tools. But at the same time, we got to we got to be careful stewards of it uh we gotta not use it in a way that just like destroys people's lives because the other thing is you have this outrage mob that goes after someone 
and two days later they just forget about it. Yeah, move on. It's like drive by hit. But know? then, but then the people have to deal with like losing. You know, maybe they lost their job over it. Maybe they lost family and friends over it. Maybe you know, there's a lot of a lot of lasting consequences that could happen to these people. And and it's just like it, to, to send a message online or or you know retweet a nasty tweet about someone just like it it doesn't take much much effort but the uh all of that put together can can have a huge 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 effect on the person that's being directed to in a way that is uh not proportional at all to your efforts in in whatever you're doing to uh virtue signal mm-hmm. over it so it's it's tough i mean I'm not trying to sit here like so many other times when I kind of get all preachy like this and, and criticize how other people act. Half the reason I do it is because you think you're better than everyone. Yeah, exactly. No, no, half the reason I do it is because I know I have the tendency to act that way, too. Yeah, of course. And so it's my way of like kind of verbalizing it so I can I'm preaching to myself mostly to be like, all right, you're saying this. You're sitting on a podcast losing your mind. Wagging your finger at everybody. Trying to destroy people's lives. Right. <laughs> Going to destroy the lives of people trying <laughs> to destroy other lives. So maybe the next time when you see a video that you want to like rage over and say how evil and awful this person is to the world, maybe take a step back and say, well, all right, well, I don't see the whole story. Maybe I should uh, mind my own business. And that's the other thing, too, is that we see, especially like the things like the uh, – uh, what was the cake? Was it Cake Boss was the name of that? I don't the know. The bakery? Isn't that a TV show? I think so. I'm not I good with my bakery stuff. But but the baker that didn't want to uh, bake, bake the, the cake. And the, right. Yeah. And then there and was a became, pizza shop guy. Yeah, yeah. And these became like local or uh, I mean like national news stories that everyone had to get involved and, and solve that problem even like, though they'll never go – anywhere near that that cake shop or the or the pizza place they would never like them raging over it whether or not they knew about this place would not have made a difference of whether they ever went Mm. there or not but i think we talked about this i think we did an episode about this maybe i wrote an article about it but but if those people in that community were comfortable with the shop then what what business do you have this trying is to run them like, out of business when you have nothing to do with them otherwise other than coming across a, a news story online. It's like Thaddeus Russell saying um, progressives. It was pretty much – I mean I think it's fair to say progressives or people who consider themselves progressives are more likely to do these boycotts than uh, others, although libertarians have their fair share too. But um, – you would say progressives are the Puritans of the 21st century. Like everyone must agree with my values or be destroyed. Yeah. And the other thing too, is that, all right, um, there's, there's certain businesses and companies and, and things that I don't like to patronize because I have, uh, moral issues with it. Um, but if, especially if you're kind of Christian and taking that stance from it and you believe that you need to go and, and beat your chest and virtue signal over it. Uh, pretty sure that in the Bible there is a passage that said, "Don't don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing." You know, and if you're if you're doing things so you can uh, 
brag about it to the rest of the world of, about how great of a person you are, then you're not doing it really for the right reasons. So if you have certain things that you disagree with, I'm not saying that you shouldn't bring uh, bring it to light to people. I mean, I mean, we're libertarians and we have a podcast complaining about how evil the government is. <laughs> so, right. But at the same time, like you got to be doing it for the right reasons. Is it because of vanity? Are you doing it? Or is it because you're trying to make the world a better place? Um, like that's why they're called like social justice warriors is because like they, you know, the, the, the metaphor of calling them warriors elicits this kind of like, um, kind of like personal mm -hmm. uh, vendetta or whatever mission that they have to, you know, make themselves feel good about whatever they're doing. Um, so I, that's just, it's like so many other things. We've talked about it before with other stuff. There's a very fine line. It's difficult to know where you are sometimes. So you just got to kind of take a step back sometimes and think about the reasons why you're doing something. Make sure it's, uh, they're for good, righteous reasons, not for, uh, kind of promoting yourself as and patting yourself on the back. As we promote our podcast that you should listen to. And ourselves. Yeah. So, so, yeah. No, good stuff. Yep. We did not talk about a free market story. Do you have one? Uh, I kind of did, but I um, forgot about it. Um, well, I mean, actually, yeah. This is this is funny. And it's kind of in the same vein, too. There's another thing where there is a in Ohio that some I don't know if it was like a boys and girls club or something or if it was. No, it was for a school, I think that f they were raising money. I remember when I was in Little League, we had to sell candy bars mm -hmm. to, to raise money for the little for the for the, the Little League. Well, they are auctioning off or doing a. a selling uh raffle tickets for guns at this nice school. one of them was like a uh you know a, a rifle right and they're having like second grade cheerleaders sell the tickets for, for the rifle. Nice. and there's a news article about how some of the parents uh a couple of the parents were like very upset over this and, and flipping out and everything and they uh they reached the uh the guy who was in charge and he's like actually because of all this outrage sales went up <laughs> so um, it was a good way to, uh, raise money. Ended, yeah. It ended up working out. They, they got a little bit more, uh, more, what's it called? Uh, visibility good. over the, over the negative press, which is what happens sometimes. I know. And that's the good on the other side of all this. I think it's worth saying that is as bad as it is for a lot of these people when these outrage mob happens, outrage mobs happen that a lot of people that, that disagree with the, the boycott and mobbing attitude end up, you know, raising a lot of money or supporting the businesses. That yeah, get, that the they reality is most of these people probably didn't eat at Jimmy John's anyway, but it, it, it might make people go, yeah, I'm going to start, I'm going to start patronizing them. Yeah. I don't think that all like the outrage over Chick-fil-A and what they do is hurting their bottom line. Probably not. So that's, that's kind of the, the good, good side out of this is that, you you sometimes hear nice stories that come of it, but I, let's let's not let's not have 
to have nice endings to these stories. Let's just not make these yeah. stories at all. Yeah, there we go. So, uh, again, show notes page for this episode is mcflula.com slash 159. We'll link to, uh, should I put the, the James thing up there? Yeah. Yeah. Set, set up a GoFundMe. Yeah, set up a GoFundMe, just trying to get, raise some money for him. He's, like we said, he's been in this cycle of prison to the streets, and especially in his last case, state dropped the case due to lack of evidence, and the feds charged him on the same case with the same evidence, and he was acquitted. But, of course, that's after spending a lot of time incarcerated and uh, lost two jobs, lost his credit, uh, really struggling to get on his feet. And so don't, we're trying to help him out any way we can. Don't don't they literally aren't they holding like some cash yeah, hostage so too? We'll let him tell the story when he comes on again. But yeah, he um when he got arrested, he had some cash on him, which they took, and he went to get it back. But they told him that if he wants it back, he has to cooperate um, because some of the guys were retried. And the reality is, and of course James knows this case inside and out, but. He, there was no conspiracy. <laughs> That's the thing. This wasn't a gang. They weren't in on this. Um, he did know one of the people, one of the people there he knew before the trial. The other the other five he met actually when he was in, in prison um, for the first time. So I don't know how much he can add, even if they wanted him to cooperate. Okay. But they're not giving him his money um unless he answers questions and he said no so he's getting his attorney involved but uh he just he's got nothing and he can't find work and so if you even have a couple bucks and you want to contribute uh we we don't like asking for money but um you know we're trying to help this guy get on his feet yeah and even if you uh if you want something back for for the money given you know buy a shirt from him once we uh, get the website up so yeah, when the website's up, we'll we'll send that link because I think he actually I think he has a really good idea and I think it will work and um, we'll have him on to talk about it. But he wants to build like a whole community around these these ideas and talk to kids on the streets and and try and um, give them some advice, some life advice. And uh, so I think it'll be really good. But yep, we'll, we'll let him explain it. Absolutely. So uh, all right, that's all I had. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Peace.